Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, We made it to a Wednesday, barely, hour one. Come on in, stay a while. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Say good morning to our radio and TV partners. We'll talk some hoops with Tim Legler from the Mothership. Former NFL quarterback Mark Sanchez will stop by as well. Hawks at the Bucks game one coming up tonight. Suns beat the Clippers last night to go up two games to none. We've been down this road before with the Clippers. Can they do it again? How many times can you keep going back to that well? Hey, we lose the first two games. Well, you're not going to have Kawhi Leonard anytime soon. This feels like a little bit different 0-2 hole for them. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. The Clippers erased 2-0 deficits in the first two rounds of the playoffs, but this certainly is different. Playing without Kawhi, you have the Phoenix Suns. They didn't play well. Devin Booker didn't play well. You don't have Chris Paul. Now, granted, you don't have Kawhi, but you got to steal one of these games. And it came down to those who did it and those who didn't. Came down to Paul George not making a couple of free throws with seven seconds to go. He missed five of ten free throws. The rest of the team missed one. One of eight from three-point range. As, as often or as much as we want to praise Paul George, and we have in these postseason games, this is one of those where you have to be critical of Paul George. This is your team. This is your stage. They need you. You have to be big. You have to hit those shots. you got to be clutch. You can't rely on Kawhi to bail you out. And last night you had a chance to steal that, give credit to the Phoenix Suns, because Monty Williams called a great play. You're nine-tenths of a second uh, to go, and uh, nine-tenths of a second to go, and Devin Booker was the decoy. He set the pick that allowed DeAndre Ayton to score the game winner at the buzzer. He didn't even know if he had committed offensive goaltending. He didn't know what the rule was. But you have Boogie Cousins, who jumps as well as I do, on the inbounds pass. And he's sort of shading to the other side of the court, not realizing that there might be an alley-oop. So he doesn't really jump or can't jump that high. They throw it up. It's a beautifully di- It's a beautifully diagrammed play. It really was. I just want to know, what what were the Clippers thinking the Suns were going to call? That's what I kept thinking. Okay, nine-tenths of a second. Can Booker get a catch and shoot? Off balance, deep? Yeah, probably so. But DeAndre Ayton, with a pick set for him, went up 
Jay Crowder, a perfect lob pass here. And here's DeAndre Ayton describing what happened at the end of the game. Once I set that first screen for Cam, I set, I set, I tried to set, set up Zublock to, you know, for Book to have a good angle on him. And I believe once my feet touch the paint where I can go off right, left, one, two, not many people are going to be up there with me. So that's why, that's where I got confident at. Once I really got that gather and nobody bumped me or, you know, it, it was up. And, you know, that was it. I love it. Not many people are going to be up there where I am. But it was a beautifully placed pass there. And that's your difference, 104-103. This program is brought to you by Simply Safe, Simply Safe Home Security. They've been saving people last 15 years. Simply Safe is always there. Somebody's always there who has your back to keep you safe. Go to simplysafedan.com. Customize your system. Get a free security camera today. McLovin, give me a poll question today. Okay, we're workshopping this still, but I have a bet for the Suns Clipper series. I'll give you, if the Suns win, you get $100,000. If the Clippers come back and win the series, you have to lose a pinky, which is Paulie's favorite wage always. Mm. Okay. How confident are you that the Suns have this wrapped up? Uh, I guess to be specific, which pinky? Can you pick which pinky? You know, if you're right-handed, do you want to lose your pinky finger? Yeah, that's okay. Uh, There was also discussion on you in a tax-free state, like (laughs) which... uh, you know, a state tax state. Is a hundred thousand enough for a pinky? Well, yeah, but you have great odds. You're up two nothing. Chris Paul's coming back. Okay, I think a million's too much. Okay. Uh, what other poll questions do you have? Okay. Uh, <laughs> we're rolling. I mean, uh, we thought we were I, done I, with. No, I, I was hoping there might have been something a little more. Five better. minutes in is a little too early <laughs> yeah. for that. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're All not right, that well, desperate yet. If you want to get more ridiculous, let's get into this topic. Should the MLB continue checking pitchers uh, the way they're doing it now? All right, I'll get to that topic in a little bit here. What else? What's better TV, the NBA draft lottery or the NFL schedule release? <laughs> in other words, shows about nothing. That was unintentionally funny last night. Because there are people who really don't have much to do with the team or you don't care that they're there. Occasionally you'll get Kevin Love showed up one year. Kim Elijahwan was there for the Rockets. Elgin Baylor was always there for the Clippers. But for the most part, you're just going, all right, it's uh, kind of a placeholder there, a seat filler. Hey, would you show up at the lottery and sit there and uh, – Act, act enthusiastic. Hey, when they announce that we have the sixth overall pick, look really excited there. Because you had some people who were going, uh, is this a good thing? Uh, am I supposed to react here? I, did we get what we... What? And then the camera will focus on them, and then they realize they're on camera, and then they go, uh, okay, yay. Yeah, Paul. You were not entertained by Sacramento Kings general manager Monty McNair and his reaction? Not, not as much as I normally am. How about the president of basketball operations, Mr. Excitement, Jeff Weltman of the Magic? I, I was not as excited as I normally am. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. That's on you, though. Yes, it might be. Weltman? <laughs> yeah. Weltman is a maniac. Oh, he's, you get him out, get a couple of drinks in him. You remember. Yeah. Man, he's got some loose lips there. Weltman. Yeah. Uh, what else do you have? All right, another poll question. Is the NBA draft still relevant? I know that sounds harsh, but I see the same five teams up there. I see the Orlando Magic picking five every year, and everyone's getting a 6'4 swing guard that they have no idea about. <laughs> well, it feels like those swing guards are around 6'6 six, six or 6'7 six, now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they, I think they've grown, but it feels like – Every draft is basically the same player, just from a different place in the United States or a foreign country, and they come in and you know he's a six eight uh, tweener. Uh, he can play point. Uh, you know he's got to work on his three point shooting. Uh, it just feels like they sort of had that profile for just about everybody there. Yes, he. But don't you feel like there was sort of a collective disappointment among maybe a handful of very talented young athletes last night when they saw Detroit yeah. number? Well, only oh. one. I think Cade Cunningham out of Oklahoma State. He's probably the one going. Where am I going? Oh, uh, oh dear. Uh, when's 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 the last time Detroit basketball was relevant? It's it's been a Tayshaun long time. Prince, Rip Hamilton, maybe. Not... It's been a long time. 
It's not like the other options were so great. Do you want to be anything to do with the Houston Rockets right now? I know they have a bet. Yeah, I, I think I would. Yeah, because you want the green light. That's why you want to go yeah, to Houston. But, but if you're Cade Cunningham, you played at Oklahoma State, now you're going to play at Houston. Uh, you're in a state, no income tax. You got a team that can be your team when you step in there. Yeah, I guess. I don't know if there were great options there, but it does feel like you know, you're, you're seeing these schools and then you're not seeing the big schools, the big names that we normally see. And then you're seeing... A, a G League team, Ignite. Um, and, and I think get used to that. I think we're going to see more of this where, you know, Nike's going to have its own league. You're, you're just going to, players are going to decide, hey, you know, I can go to the G League, get paid, get developed, be a professional, play against pros, guys who have been in the league, and then I can be a lottery pick. And it feels like that's sort of where we're headed. It feels like there's more players who will look at that option. Whereas before we thought, oh, you're going to disappear. You know, LaMelo Ball, he went overseas. He played in Australia and what, Lithuania, came back. He didn't miss a beat. I think if you can play, you can play. I think we look at, oh, you're going to miss out on being on national TV. You're going to go to Kentucky or Duke or North Carolina. You get to play on national TV. But look at the – I found this interesting, though. Jalen Suggs played for Gonzaga. He was wonderful this year. But his social media following, what are the numbers on, on his social media? Seton, do you have those? Jalen Suggs? Yeah. Uh, his Instagram, he's got about 456,000 followers. Okay. So after a run in the tournament, they were going to go undefeated. Uh, we're going to win a national title. He was a great story, former quarterback in, in uh, high school, and a big-time recruiter goes to Gonzaga. Who has the most followers, social media-wise, of the potential lottery picks? Well, if you look at, we'll just say the other Jalen, Jalen Green, he's got 1.2 million. And he went to the G League. Right. Right, he actually has, Jalen Ramsey only has, well, not only, but has 1.1 million. So he actually has more followers than Jalen Ramsey does on Instagram. Yeah, I'm a club. I, they're high school guys, right, who have gigantic following. Yes. I mean, the biggest yes. one, I, does Bronny count, or is that a different That's different. Yeah. Like, he inherited mm. his father's following. But, yeah, I, I think Seton had a great, you don't need to go to college to get your profile up anymore. No, you don't. And we think that you have to. Zion could have, his profile was huge when he was in high school. It's because social media, if it's Instagram or TikTok, you know, that's what they're capitalizing on. And, you know, these athletes, if they do go to college, are going to be, they're going to be using those, those social media platforms to be able to make a lot of money. Yeah, McLovin. One disappointment I had last night that I have no idea if it's even true, that the Warriors got the number seven pick. I was like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if the Warriors could have added a top two or three pick? Although it might have been protected because it was a trade. But that was the one team I saw last night that I was like, oh, man, they, they could be exciting. Are they building something? They have seven and 14, James Wiseman, Curry. You were kind of bullish on the Warriors. Well, with Clay, I, I thought that they could compete for the title this year. Can they rebuild to the point where they were at some point? Well, you got your window. It looks like it's about three years with with Steph. Uh, and Clay, how healthy is Clay going to be? The development of Wiseman. Uh, you know, they had some players who stepped up with Golden State this year. And I and it wasn't necessarily a one-man team with Steph, but he did lead the, the, the league in scoring. Yeah, Paulie. But then you look at the draft. There's a lot of guys we don't know. Devin Booker, no one thought he'd be a superstar. Nobody did. He was the fourth Kentucky player taken in the 2015 draft. Carl Anthony Towns, Trey Lyles. Both Harrison brothers. Willie Cauley-Stein. Yes. <laughs> they were all taken before they, they had, I think, seven or eight players who got drafted. or uh, they, they came. Booker didn't even start for Kentucky. Right. He was a 13th overall pick. Yeah. Nobody had him. But that's, uh, you know, Tim Legler is going to join us. If you look at the draft, nobody thought Giannis could be this good. Nobody thought Kawhi could be this good. Nobody thought the Joker could be this good. Devin Booker. Devin Booker averaged 10 points a game at Kentucky his freshman year. Who's up top or who you think is going to be good, there's always going to be an outlier. Always. If, if not one, you know, two or three. And uh, 
But to try to handicap that, I want to talk to Tim Legler about that. Legs will join us. I want to know what he thought the Clippers were thinking that final play was going to be all about. Because I, I do wonder, it felt like it was going to be a, a pick and pop for Devin Booker in a quick shot with uh, nine-tenths of a second. We'll take a break. Just getting started here. Glad you're part of the program. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick slash promos. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Fritzy has a limerick off the Suns Clippers game, too. We'll have that for you coming up. Stay in your cars for that. Okay. Settle on a poll question. Play of the day, stat of the day. Here's Ty Lue, the Clippers head coach, 
after the devastating loss last night. We let one get away. You know, that's how we felt. But the confidence, I mean, the confidence of his team hasn't wavered. You know, guys just said, all right, we got to go home now. And um, they, was, they was in good spirits. So, you know, like I said, we fought hard. We played, played, you know, good enough to win this game. You know, unfortunately it happens. And uh, we just got to move on, get ready for game three. Clippers erased 2-0 deficits the first two rounds of the playoffs, but this one feels a little bit different. Let's bring in the former Phoenix Sun, Tim Legler, the ESPN NBA reporter who joins us, analyst, Suns legend. How many games did you play for the Phoenix Suns in your career? Oh, not many. I was there for two 10 days uh, my rookie year. That was my very first taste of NBA basketball and my very first NBA points on an assist from the great Kevin Johnson. I'm running the left wing, and KJ had the ball in the middle. He kicked it out to me. I just got there that morning. I barely even knew the guys on the team. And I heard Cotton Fitzsimmons say, Legler, in that draw about, you know, late first quarter. I stood up. I didn't know any of the plays. I go to the court. One of the first trips, I run the floor to the left wing after a turnover. KJ hit me. I'll never forget it, Dan. I shot a jumper on the left baseline, and it came out of my hand. I knew pretty much immediately it was going in. And KJ gave me a nice wink and a point running back down the floor. That was my first two NBA points in a Phoenix Suns uniform. Nice. Nice. Uh, Let me start in reverse here. At the end of the game, what play do you think the Clippers thought the Suns were going to run? I think there's no question. They're expecting Devin Booker to set some sort of screen and then pop out. And that's really how they defended it. If you look at Nicholas Batum, who they put on Booker for a very specific reason because he's six foot eight, he's long, and they figure point nine, he's not going to be able to put it down, so he's going to have to catch it and shoot it. So you want extra length on him. Uh, and when you look at the when Booker set the screen, Batum isn't thinking about bumping at all on DeAndre Eight. And you know, normally on a screen, two screens, a screen being set with two guys that don't have the ball, you're hoping that you're going to get a bump by the defender of the screener. In this case, Batum didn't happen because he was so worried. If he bumps, Booker pops to the corner, he's not going to recover. So as a result, there's nobody touching DeAndre Ayton, and he basically gets that quick free run to the rim. And then Boogie Cousins, obviously, I've talked about a lot here. He's, been, he's lined up improperly. He's, he's got his shoulders square yep. to the back. It's basically to the, to the midcourt line. And as a result, you're giving Jay Crowder a direct sight line to the rim. You know, 6'11", you put him on the ball for a reason. You cannot allow Jay Crowder to see unimpeded a direct line where he wants to throw the ball at the rim. And, and Boogie Cousins just didn't do enough to impede his vision. And as a result, it worked perfectly. Monty Williams never could have a million years dreamed that was going to work that way, that easily uh, when he drew that up. He's hoping, but there's no way he can envision all that going right. Aiton didn't even know the goaltending rule. He he thought he might have committed offensive goaltending there. Yeah, right. And I think a lot of people did. You could see he, he was so sheepish. He dunked it, and he immediately <laughs> looked around. If you want to remind me of, go back to Lorenzo, Lorenzo Charles. Charles. Yeah. Right? He dunked it, and he didn't know. He had the same thing, put his hands like to the side, like you know, he committed a crime, and he didn't want any <laughs> evidence on the basketball. That's what <laughs> – that's what Lorenzo Charles looked like, and that's exactly what DeAndre Ayton looked like. And a lot of people were debating it at first. And, you know, just think about the logic of it. Because you can't score from out of bounds where you're throwing the ball, you know it has to be a pass. In a game, the reason that that could be considered offensive goaltending because you're not sure if that's a shot or a pass necessarily. In this case, you know it's got to be a pass because you can't throw it in directly from out of bounds. Would you rather lose a game like that or get blown out if you're the Clippers? Uh, I think that way. I, I, I was just one of those people. I hated getting blown out. I mean, I, it's, I, it never felt good to get blown out. I think what they've got to hang their hat on is what Teron Luce said, a couple things. First, they did enough. They hung in there. They persevered enough to have a chance to win the game. And, you know, I look at something no one's really talking about. Dan, you're talking about bad luck. The three that Bridges took right before that, look at the way the ball caroms off the rim. It's very bizarre. From a corner three-point shot, for that ball to hit the rim and not project up into the air at all, because if it does, the game is going to end no matter who gets the rebound. Instead, it's very strange. It hits the rim, 
and it like skirts sideways at such a direct angle nobody can grab it and it happened so quickly it allowed them point nine that's just bad luck that that ball did that if that ball kicks up in the air the game's over and it's one one and they feel completely differently but you said it 2-0 against this team is different than the 2-0s they have faced in the first two rounds we praise paul george we bury paul george this is your moment you don't have Kawhi. you miss two big free throws you miss five free throws on the night you go one of eight from three-point range. Um, I mean, how do you assess Paul George here in that performance last night? Man, oh, man. You know, and I've been hard on him over the years. You know, I go back uh, and going into this postseason, I, I go and look at the, the way his seasons have ended for him personally. It, you know, it's not just what happened last year against Denver going four for 16. He had moment in you know, Oklahoma City against Utah where he was so bad in that series to close that out. Going back to the Indiana series, he had some games against Cleveland when he was playing in Indiana at key moments, like series-defining moments. This year, he's been great. He really has been. He's been so consistent, so good. He's had a couple nights that he's off a little bit, but for the most part, man, has he stepped up, and then he gets this moment. And what's odd about it is I just don't think that's a choke job. I know he went to the line 141 times this year to shoot two free throws, and he did not – he only missed two once. So it sounds like, yeah, that's a choke. If you look at the two balls, that's just not the case. That's not what happened. Um, if you look at the two balls that he shot, the first one's in and out. The second one is dead straight, perfectly shot, and it just hits the back of the rim, comes right back to him. So I don't think it's a choke job. I just think that it was unfortunate, and now he's going to have to wear that. It's a shame for him because he's played so well. He's Tim Legler, ESPN NBA analyst. I was uh, mentioning this earlier about Devin Booker that, I mean, he averaged 10 points a game his freshman year at Kentucky. He comes out. I mean, he's the fourth Kentucky player drafted that year. You got Giannis, who nobody knew about. Kawhi, who nobody knew about. Donovan Mitchell, nobody knew about. The Joker, nobody knew about. Man, it's really hard to assess talent in becoming even harder, it feels like, legs. This coming off you know, the lottery last night. Harder than it's ever been. It's funny you mentioned that that class. And I remember that press conference to announce they were coming out. And it looked like a banquet. There was 22 guys on the stage. <laughs> and the Harrison brothers are sitting on the end. And I'm going, man, these guys don't even want to come out. But he's got two five-star point guards coming in. They didn't have a choice. Like, everybody's coming out. The equipment manager came out. Everybody declared themselves for the draft that year. And I remember watching that and thinking, you know, Devin Booker, to me, he was a nice player. It was impossible to know what you had in a year. And it's harder and harder because there's so much growth in those first couple of years, Dan. And now Devin Booker is legitimate, a star offensive player. I know you have to go. You're doing uh, some hits for the mothership. Um, if you could help Ben Simmons, is there a way to help him? Uh, look, mechanically, I could definitely help him. But more than anything else, he absolutely needs to see a sports psychologist because to me, he has a fear of failure that is interrupting his muscle memory, and it's not even allowing him to process the moment right, when to shoot, when not to shoot. You can't have shooting as an afterthought. It's got to be anticipatory. It's proactive motion. It's something you're premeditating a lot of times that you're going to shoot. You're anticipating being open. He doesn't do any of those things because he has a fear of failure for whatever reason. They've got to get to the bottom of that before the mechanics can be addressed. Always great to talk to you, Legs. Thanks for making time. You got it, Dan. Thanks. That's uh, Tim Legler, ESPN NBA analyst. Yeah, that mental hurdle and what do you do? And, and look, Daryl Morey is the 76ers GM. He's saying all the right things that, hey, there are a lot of teams who are envious of the talent we have and would love to be in the same position as us. Okay. Are you going to continue to maintain that position? Are you going to continue to have Ben Simmons as your point guard? I think that's really the the key issue. And and I don't it almost feels like Joel Embiid, his body language is telling you, I don't have confidence in this guy. And basically I don't want him out there in the fourth quarter. But Ben doesn't have confidence in Ben being out there in the fourth quarter. And that that's really hard to try to you know, quantify and go, okay, hey, if we just do this, it'll get better. I truly believe if you put Ben Simmons on another team, 
where the expectation levels aren't that high. Now, this is about winning a championship. You bring in Doc Rivers, Embiid gives you an MVP-like season. You're spending money on Tobias Harris. You're, like, you're, you're ready to go, and he's holding you back. And I think if he went to a place like Houston, let's say, where he had an opportunity to have a team and, and not have to defer and worry about Joel Embiid, I, I think that he would benefit from that. I do think he needs a couple of games, performances, where he has that positivity there that he can sort of lean on when he gets to the next game. If not, I just think this continues. I think the Philly fans, they're, they're going to be less than patient now and the media in Philadelphia the same way, and I think it's only going to get worse. You can, you can fix his form you got to fix him mentally. And that's really hard to find somebody who... There's a lot of shooting coaches out there. Wonderful shooting coaches. But this is different. This is more than just, hey, we fixed his form. Yeah, McLovin. Feels like we're scapegoating him a little bit because, I mean, Joel Embiid's fitness is a massive problem. Like, even the coach is like, I can't get him to play well in the fourth quarter yeah. because he's gassed. Yeah. And it's the same problem. Like, And also, Tobias Harris, you can never get rid of him because of his money. Yeah. There's like, so it, Simmons, it feels like he's taking all the arrows here, but there's obviously other problems. Yes. And Doc Rivers, too, by yes, the way. Yes, I, absolutely. This is what happens. We, we single out one moment, one person, and then that's the focus of, oh, this is their problem. He, Doc Rivers has not coached well in big games. But Embiid played through, he's going to need knee surgery here. Now he's not in shape. He has to get in shape, better shape. Uh, Tobias Harris has to decide, do you want to be a big-time player? You're getting paid like a big-time player. Are you a big-time player? Like, Seth Curry shouldn't be your second-best player. I give him credit. He's made himself into a very, very good player. That's the guy that you get as your fourth-best player. And then when you have that, man, that makes you so dangerous here. Yeah, Paul. You brought up Ben Simmons yesterday. It was a really good point you had about that game against um, Utah. Utah. Yeah. And maybe that's a thing where he played that game against Utah where it was obviously on him. Utah's a tough team. They're on the road. He had 42 points, 12 of 13 from the line, 15 of 26 from the field. Yeah. He had no choice but to be the man. Like he, can, he couldn't even, he had no choice. De deferring was not a, a possibility, and it made it better. It, obviously, that game was not, I wouldn't say it's a fluke, but it's, it's, it proves that it can happen. Yeah, McLovin. Yeah, he loves to shoot when the clock is running down. He's, you know, like 24-second clock. Yeah. Then he fires off threes because it's in his head. Like, he's like, I got to shoot, and he's pretty good. But Well, then it feels like, hey, I had to get that shot up if it doesn't go in. I, I know this mindset. So he's thinking, uh, you know, 21, 22 on the shot clock, or it's winding down to two seconds, three seconds. Hey, I got that up. It didn't go in, but I had to get that shot off. Therefore, it takes a little bit of the pressure. If he takes that jumper with 16 seconds left, then you're going to get, why'd you take it at 16 seconds? Couldn't we have gotten a better shot there? This allows him to do it, but also not you know, face that same kind of blame or pressure or being singled out. Yeah, McLovin. If he was like the number 20 pick in the draft or something like it, he was at a star, wouldn't we view him, oh, what a great role player he is. It's like a matter of expectations to some degree. Yeah. Yeah. Like Reggie Bush. Like, like Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler was at the end of the first round, a pleasant surprise. Um, you know, Kawhi couldn't shoot. But boy, he could play defense. Uh, Giannis, man, he's got he's got potential. But but they got better. Ben was the opposite. It's like here's the expectation level. And Cade Cunningham out of Oklahoma State's going to face this. You're the number one pick probably with Detroit. Come on in, let's see what you got. Now the expectation level is that's not a good team. We're not going to expect the team to be that good. Anthony Edwards with Minnesota. All right, you went there. Nobody cared about Minnesota. You know, you win a handful of games. No pressure there. But, you know, when, when you're in that position of, hey, they took me 21st. Devin Booker had no pressure. He was just like coming in. You know, I got four other Kentucky guys who went before me. Unknown. Got a nice shot. Uh, all right. He averaged 10 points. His one year at Kentucky. And then all of a sudden, you get confident. You get playing time. And then after that, like, look at the confidence of Devin Booker. 
and look at the confidence or lack thereof with Ben Simmons. Ben's probably got more all-around talent, and he's the number one overall pick. He has no confidence. Confidence makes you a bad mother on the floor, man. There are guys that had confidence, and you go, how does he have that much confidence? But they do, and it makes you a better player. Ben needs to have, he needs to tap into something that says, I'm good, I'm great. I can take over this game. Lonzo Ball, we've seen that. I love Lonzo Ball's game. LaMelo is the one who has the confidence, not Lonzo. LaMelo's not afraid of a moment. Lonzo is. Yeah, Paul. There's an article about Ben Simmons when he was still in high school, and the title, the headline is, Imagine if Magic Johnson were bigger, stronger, and more athletic. That's Ben Simmons. Yeah. That was from ESPN.com. Yeah. I mean, this is, he came in with tons of expectations. Paul George has shot two free throws in a, uh, at, at the, you know, in the same possession 267 times in his playoff career. He's missed both shots 10 times. Six of the 10 came in the fourth quarter. Stat of the day, stat of the day, bop, bop. stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. Bop. When you have a finish like that last night, sometimes things get overshadowed. The story of campaign, Cameron Payne is like that. He was wonderful last night. Yeah, 29. And he's played well. And you're probably going, who? Yeah, Cameron Payne. Let's see, out of Murray State? Yeah, your racers. Yeah. But to have those moments without Chris Paul in there and to get those moments to get playoff time. Now, he's 14th pick in the draft. He was considered undersized. Like, he, he came in, it's like, all right, you got pick 14th. No expectations whatsoever, but he played extremely well last night. The Suns have won nine straight postseason games. That's the longest streak in franchise history. That's the longest in the NBA since the Warriors won 15 in a row back in the 2017 playoffs. Stat sure, of the day, why not? Stat of the day, back, back, back stat to back. Of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. Top. Yes, Paul. I know you know this bothers me, but you're, you're, you have a, your last name's Payne, and you name your son Cam. Yeah. I know it's Cameron Payne, but it's easily you could shorten it to campaign. He's a fantastic player. I'm sure he's a great kid. I kind of like it. You like campaign. Yeah. So bend over is okay. If your kids That is not. Not okay. No, bend over, that's that's bend embarrassing. Over. But okay. campaign. That's okay. Yeah. All right, so it's positive. Like there's a campaign for campaign. All right. Yeah. But bend over? No. No. That's not a good one. Yeah, see. If you're a fan of his, you would be propane. <laughs> oh, propane. <laughs> That was his little brother's propane. Little brother propane. Uh, you got one, Todd? I figured you're... And I was going to say, say that's, a, that's a guess. That was great. His <laughs> uncle is named uh, Lower Back Pain. It's a long... Mm, I don't know, Paul. That, that was a fritzy. Yeah, I'm going to have to... He didn't have anything. I'm going to have to blow the whistle on you. Yes, Todd? Well, you'd think you'd have to go into politics unless you have like an MVP campaign. That's, a, that's someone that's got to be like a senator or a congressman if you're campaign. Yeah. Mm. That's all I got right now. Uh, do you want to do your limerick here? I, I'd like to. Do okay, that. let's take a break here, because I always like hype to, it up. Yeah, Thanks. yeah. How about you do it during the break when nobody's <laughs> when nobody's listening? That was funny. Much okay. better than my limerick for sure. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine until noon Eastern, six to nine Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio, and you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair? Or to have hair plugs. 
I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't know what you're thinking. This is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have know to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I'll get to your phone calls coming up. Got a poll question here. McLovin, give me the results so far. Second hour. Whose athletic career and future would you want? Devin Booker or John Rahm? The question everyone's asking. Uh, Devin Booker, 53%. Rahm, 47%. It was really a question about you want a brief NBA career or a long-term golf career. I can't believe you guys don't want golf. You're the golfer. I, I like golf. But if you said I could be a star at golf or a star in the NBA, I mean, I could be a shooter in the NBA. Are you kidding me? Devin Booker's too good because I think he's yeah, like, like he's got everything. Like if you said I was PJ Tucker or John Rom, then I might go John Rom. Yeah, I, I need to give you a role play. Mike Conley. Mark Sanchez joins us on behalf of uh, Sleep Number, the leader in uh, sleep health. As we know, of course, uh, my sleep number setting is uh, it's jumped up to 100, by the way. Uh, a month long program with NFL legends, a uh, Sleep 30 challenge. He'll talk about that coming up here in a moment. Mark, good to talk to you again. What's your favorite Pete Carroll story? Dan P. How we doing, man? Good. Uh, let's see. Well, before Pete Carroll, 6'2 and a little change, probably 235. Don't judge me. Wow. 
Wow. Don't judge me. Okay. I'm, I'm getting older. I'm getting a lot of sleep. I'm not quite as active. <laughs> uh, you- oh, man. Pete Carroll. I think there's two really good ones. One was in the Rose Bowl. The other one was the night before that press conference, that infamous press conference that uh, made it look like him and I hated each other, um, which wasn't the case. Little did people know the night before that press conference, we were in my apartment uh, on Ellendale next to USC's campus. Uh, let's see. Shoot. Apartment 313, baby. And we were eating In-N-Out burgers uh, till like 2, 3 in the morning, just talking about everything. And he knew that I had pretty much decided to leave and he was still recruiting like hell to keep me there. And uh, so that was a that was a night where I didn't get my full night's rest and sleep number wouldn't be thrilled about that. Okay, but then you had the press conference. So why did that happen if you guys had already talked this out the night before? So I think here's now that I can, you know, look back in, in hindsight and retrospect and all that. He, he didn't say anything like, I don't like him. I don't think um, he's a good player. You know, we're, we're not happy for him. We don't want him to do well. He never said anything like that. But as far as those meeting or uh, press conferences have gone to that point, it was always, you know, Johnny's leaving for the NFL. Well, man, whatever NFL team gets Johnny, good for them. He's awesome. We love him and we wish him the best. Now. Pete eventually said nice things like that. But the first thing he said was, and he said it the night before, I don't agree with the decision. Okay. Which is fine. He can have his own opinion. And we said that to each other the night before. I said, coach, no hard feelings. I get it. I just, this is where I'm at. Here's what I want to do. Cool. And he's like, well, you got to look at the statistics, you know, rookie quarterbacks, blah, blah, blah. When they come out early and he did all his research credit to him. He knew exactly what he was talking about. So he gave an opinion on my decision and then backed it up with a bunch of nice fluffy stuff, which is fine. But everybody focused on that opinion. And because he gave that, those data points saying, you know, rookie quarterbacks who leave early, they don't do this, they don't do that, blah, blah, blah. Well, that was, that was all fine too, but nobody was used to hearing that. So once they heard it, they're like, oh, dude, he hates him. Oh, <laughs> these guys don't like each other. What a jerk, you know? And it wasn't really like that. It was just, hey, this is his opinion. Here's why he thinks that. And it's all good. Do you think you could have been more successful or a more sustainable career if you had lower expectations? You were going to a team that was playoff ready, championship ready, whereas Zach Wilson is going to a Jets team that we don't have great expectations. Sure. So put yourself in, in that position with Zach and how, how beneficial can that be uh, to his development or maybe even detrimental? Uh, you know, I think there's, there's two ways to go on this, right? You nailed it. I went into a team that picked that was picking 15 or 16 overall, which means you're middle of the pack. They just missed the playoffs with Brett Favre and, you know, one bicep tendon. Like this guy was hanging on for dear life. I just golfed with him about a month and a half ago. And he told a bunch of those stories, which were incredible, by the way. But so that's where that team was. They had great veteran leadership. We needed a couple receivers. We ended up getting Braylon Edwards, Antonio Holmes. Um, and they had a tight end. They had a running back. We drafted a running back in Sean Green. So this is a team that was built to win immediately. And we were so good on defense. They won in spite of me multiple times my rookie year. Like, I have no shame in admitting that. I threw five picks against Buffalo, and we, we took the game to overtime, and we rushed for, like, 200-something yards. Like, that doesn't happen, right? So I went to a place where they expected to win immediately. Now, I loved it, but it also set the bar really high. There was only one way to go. When you get to the AFC Championship game, your first two years, there's only one way to go. Really two ways, but one's a lot easier. We're straight down, right? So either you go to the Super Bowl and compete in the Super Bowl and win or lose, whatever, or you don't make that game and now you're not as good. And you know this New York media, it's very sensationalized. It's best or worst, a very superlative. Um, So that's just kind of the way it went. Now, if you go in... To that market maybe with less expectations sure that's fine i understand that argument let the guy sit let him learn let him you know have a solid veteran ahead of him and and kind of groom him the patrick mahomes alex smith idea great but you don't have that time in new york right all these guys that they have there <clears throat> it's like it's like the little league team that stays together for like five years right 
And, and then by the time they hit high school, they don't even have to give like pickoff signs anymore. They just know by body language, like, boom, we know what to do. I know when it's, you know, when we're thinking about bunting, I know when to drag bunt, I know when to steal. I know all this stuff because we've done it for so long. You think the New York media is going to give them that kind of time? No. I mean, they have a lot of young guys and I hope they do. I hope they keep expectations realistic, but I mean, that's just a tall task there. So, uh, you know, the most important thing for them is just little victories along the way, block out the media as best you can let that thing marinate. And I think, I think if anybody's got a shot to do it, it's Zach Wilson. I really like him. I liked him coming out in the draft process. He's got a couple things to clean up. I would think in the pocket, just every once in a while, there's a routine play that I'd like him to just keep it routine. Right. I don't need, you know, the, the sports center highlight uh, every single drop back. Right. But when it's time, you know, when to flip that switch and be Zach Wilson and show us that amazing play when it's fourth down, when you got to scramble, when it, you know, the game's on the line. But when it's just a wide open, you know, easy grounder to second base, just throw the guy out at first. And I think his quarterback coach, Greg Knapp, is going to really, really help with that because he's been with some of the best in the league with Peyton Manning, some of the best technicians that that know how to keep the game simple when it's supposed to be simple. And then when it's time to, like I said, when it's time to, you know, to go off and, and do something special and show me who Zach Wilson is, you'll know exactly when that is and you'll flip the switch and do it. He's Mark Sanchez, the former NFL quarterback. How do you explain Tom Brady then? Brady told me many, many years ago, if he had been drafted in the first round, he probably wouldn't have made it. So he's the greatest quarterback of all time who might yeah. not have made it. Now that he might be being humble, but I think he said, I wasn't ready. And they would have asked me to be ready as a first round quarterback. Sure. And I think one of the biggest things for Tom Brady is the amount of sleep he gets. He even preaches that, Dan. Okay. Sleep. I mean, he's got to be on a sleep number. That guy's got energy for days. So um, I just wanted to throw that in there real quick, but uh, there's just a lot of expectation when it comes to that first pick overall, there's, there's so much expected of you that um, you know, you're, you're, regardless of your circumstances, you're expected to do well. And, and here's a great example. When I'm at Sam Darnold's pro day and uh, he's coming out of USC and they're like, I don't know, he might go to Cleveland. He might go here. He might go there. We're hoping he goes to the Jets like you, like that would be so cool. You know, USC to the Jets and I'm talking with his parents and all that. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, listen, I love my time in New York. Don't take this the wrong way. I'm like, but the Jets are just not very good right now. Neither is Cleveland at the time, but I'm like, either way, like, if you're going in that top five, unless somebody trades into the top five, like the Jets did for me, expectations should not be here. Like you're drafting that early for a reason. So for Tom, I think he got to fly under the radar. He got to learn under Drew Bledsoe. He got to um, make a bunch of mistakes in practice that nobody ever saw. Maybe internally they corrected, obviously, but he got to run through situation after situation after situation against one of the best defenses perennially all the time, right? Before he even got out on the field. And that is uh, invaluable when it comes to grooming a quarterback. You want reps. You want reps in real situations, not seven on seven or seven on, you know, air, you know, passing lines and warmups. Those don't count. Like once you get to that level, Come on, dude. That's just expected. You're in a shorts. You're in a pair of shorts and t-shirt and maybe a helmet. Like the ball shouldn't touch the ground. That's just the way it goes. That's just where we're starting. Okay. Now you get a defense on the field. Now you get situations and the way they run practice, they don't just run plays up there. They're running situation after situation. Okay. Backed up sudden change, third downs, red zone, goal line. This is the game is made up of all these tiny little situations and he became a master of them. And now he's got this Rolodex in his head of playing against one of the best defenses that can take the ball away from you like that. And boom, now I know what to do when the game's on. And they, and they eased him into it. Remember when, um, oh my God, how am I blanking on the coaches? Charlie Weiss. Charlie Weiss was running two back, you know, drop back. Go look at his first Super Bowl win. He hit one big pass on a deep cross to Branch or somebody. Everything else was a check down to Kevin Falk. Everything else, the ball didn't travel over six yards. So I'm not saying that's easy. That's hard. That's really hard to do. But he did it. And then he, he got that confidence. And it was like, oh, I can do this. 
Now let me try and fit a ball in. Oh, okay, maybe that didn't work. Okay, let me fit a ball in here. Got it. Boom. I know I can do that. I remember this situation from practice, blah, blah, blah. And he just became a master. And he's, you know, he's got to be part cyborg other than the one day he had a couple too many beers, right? Like this guy's just incredible. <laughs> so um, he, he just became a master of those situations and he had the time to develop in the right place. Tell us what you're doing with uh, Sleep Number, the Sleep 30 Challenge. So basically it's from June 14th to July 11th, 30 straight days, trying to compete with all the NFL legends. Is that cool or what, Dan? They call you an NFL legend as soon as you retire. Whether your career was legendary or not, <laughs> there could have been legendary moments. That's awesome. Are, are uh, you calling yourself a legend? Well, as long as Tracy Perlman at the NFL says I'm a legend, then fine. Okay. I'll take the label. Right. Yeah. But um, basically, it's 30 straight days. I'm competing with other NFL legends. You plug in your uh, sleep number bed to your app. You get it all configured, and then essentially it'll track all your sleep, hit you with data points on restless sleep, when you're getting into REM sleep, all that kind of stuff. Uh, the only issue for me, and I'm not making any excuses because I'm a competitor and I want to win this thing, but I got this child, okay, Dan? He's, he's four and a half. He'll be five in November, and he'll come in at any hour of the night, and I just see it on my data points, just a big spike of restless sleep because there's movement in the bed, all right? And this guy will come in with Hulk hands in the middle of the night and just boom, Hulk smash. So, and wake dad up. But on the nights he doesn't do that, I get a, a full, you know, restful sleep, the, the full eight hours. Uh, but the idea behind this challenge is during the four weeks, they break it up into, you know, a couple different coaching points, more or less, that we learned this in the NFL later in my career. Uh, but things to avoid before you go to bed, uh, blue light from your cell phone, computer, or TV, um, you know, making sure instead of doing stuff like that, let's read a book, let's, you know, do a little Sudoku, dim the lights a little bit, have a nice, cool, uh, uh, dark environment to sleep in and really keep the bed, you know, for sleeping type thing. So it's, um, it's great information and, and it really does help me recharge. And the next day I got to go, got to go be super dad. So, uh, and, and, you know, from raising kids, kids don't care what time you went to bed or how much sleep you got, they're ready to rock the next day. So I got to be ready as well. It's great to talk to you again, and uh, thanks for joining us, and uh, good luck with sleep number. Yes, sir. Thank you. Hi, right, buddy. That's Mark Sanchez, former NFL quarterback, USC quarterback. Yeah, you go back to that press conference. I mean, that was wild, but that was just the body language that was going on, that Pete Carroll's basically want to lock the door, not let him out. Uh, but look, Mark survived. Pete Carroll survived, and... Um, you know, sometimes you just want an honest answer. You may not like the honest answer, but you get an honest answer. And I think Pete Carroll was saying that to Mark. And Mark went into those expectations. That was a really good team. And, I mean, you went to two AFC title games, and, and they trade up to get you. Now the expectation level is ratcheted up. It's like Mitchell Trubisky. You're like, you better be really good. Uh, by the way, I talked about that yesterday where – uh, you know, when I first broke the story about the Chicago Bears were one of the three teams Tom Brady was considering. And, uh, you know, was Tom referring to the Bears staying with Mitchell Trubisky when he was saying, you're basically going to stay with that bleep? Um, I was told yesterday it wasn't San Francisco with Jimmy Garoppolo. And the Chargers didn't really have somebody where they said, oh, you're staying with that bleep. Tannehill had played well, so he wasn't talking about the Titans. And... Was it Mitchell Trubisky? Probably so. Probably so. Because it wouldn't have been Drew Brees with the Saints. He has too much respect for him. You, I mean, you start to take you know, inventory here of these quarterbacks and who was Tom talking about. I, you know, what, what I'm taking away from this without having any concrete you know, information is he was probably talking to the Bears about Mitchell Trubisky. Because the Colts... Uh, I know he wanted to try. I know he wanted to play for the Colts, or he was open to playing for the Colts. Um, but there were really only three offers, and and that was Chicago, the Chargers, and the Buccaneers. Yeah, McLevin. Total hypothetical. Do you think Chicago could have had a similar thing as the Bucks? And because they have a great defense, could they have put it all together with Brady under center? Well, he did like uh, Matt Nagy. Um, I think probably based off. Nagy working with Peyton Manning, but I, I, I really don't know. I felt like 
everything that he needed was in Tampa. It was a younger defense, and, and he was able to bring in some of his, his friends, bring in Antonio Brown, bring in Gronk. I don't know, just sort of fell into place. And, uh, you know, he and Bruce Arians figured it out. He had Mike Evans, uh, Godwin. Like, you had talent there. Yeah, Paul. You know, Mitch, uh, um, Tom Brady's never really confirmed that Chicago was in the mix. Chicago was close. And that's what Bears fans want. We never want Tom Brady to admit that the Bears were right there <laughs> and they had a chance to get him. Yep. That would be awful. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 